The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Kirksville Weekly, a podcast exploring the people and issues that impact the city and its residents. And now your host, Ethan Gable. Thank you for tuning in to Kirksville Weekly for the week of February 4th, 2019. We've got a great show for you today. We have an interview with Jordan Weichelt, candidate for Kirksville City Council. But before we get there, let's talk about some things you might have missed last week. I highly doubt you missed this first thing. Burr, the polar vortex hits Kirksville. All told, we reached a low of negative 16 degrees Fahrenheit recorded at the Kirksville Airport, which ranks 12th all-time for the coldest temperature ever recorded at the airport. The record set in 1951, the airport recorded the temperature to be negative 21 degrees Fahrenheit. So while it was cold, it was not as cold as it's ever been in Kirksville. However, with this lovely negative 16 degree temperature, we had a cold wind which got wind chill temperatures approaching negative 40. All time, not just counting airport temperatures, the coldest reported temperature in Kirksville history was negative 31 degrees Fahrenheit back in 1905. In fact, out of the top 10 coldest recorded temperatures, nine of them happened before 1925. And our negative 16 temperature last week, that doesn't even crack the top 10. Now, let's keep some things in mind. If 9 of the 10 all-time low temperatures in Kirksville were recorded around 100 years ago, it may not be accurate to try to compare our low of negative 16 with those top 10 low temperatures. Now, I'm not disputing that it was probably really cold back then, but as time has progressed and technology has improved, we've obviously gotten better at measuring temperature. Thus, I'm going to take that top 10 of all-time lows with a grain of salt, as should you, but either way... It was extremely cold last week. Thank goodness that's over. Also last week, it was announced that downtown revitalization would be beginning soon. As reported by Jason Hunsaker in the Daily Express, the downtown revitalization program plans to use $800,000 in tax increment finance funds to improve the facade of downtown buildings, improve sidewalks, as well as lighting for those downtown. The first business that will be improved is Ladybug Thrift, located at 103 West Washington. So that program is finally in the works, and it'll be exciting to see what downtown starts to look like after these improvements are made. Finally, on Friday, educational leaders from the community and the overall area met for the State of Education presentation. Representatives from Truman State University, A.T. Still, MACC, Kirksville R3 Schools, Mary Immaculate, Faith Lutheran, as well as some local community schools were in attendance to discuss education. A common theme was money and how hard it is to attract quality professionals to teach in this area when, first off, schools are competing for these teachers, and second, it's not always possible to pay attractive salaries for open positions. Other topics that were discussed, workforce development, as well as other educational initiatives that are being pushed by Governor Parsons. And now, my interview with Jordan Weichelt. All right, I'm joined by Jordan Weichelt candidate for Kirksville City Council. Jordan, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. No problem. I'm Jordan Wyckoff. I'm running for Kirksville City Council. 
moved to Kirksville in 2003 when I was in fifth grade. I consider it one of the best decisions that my family's ever made. In 2016, both my parents were diagnosed with cancer. The community held a benefit dinner, and it was very humbling and inspiring. And now I have an opportunity to run for city council, and I'm very honored and I'm very excited for the opportunity. I currently work at AT Still University. I work in their tech department, multimedia, AV, audiovisual, and as hobbies, I like to follow the city and what goes on. City council minutes, meetings, special sessions. I'm kind of a political nerd, so here I am. Besides being a nerd and besides enjoying city council meetings and minutes, why specifically do you feel inclined to run? What about being on city council is appealing to you? City council makes a lot of decisions that affect the community. And I think one of the biggest things that's going on right now is our infrastructure. Kirksville's growing. We have the Kirksville Commons, where we have Hobby Lobby and Marshalls, PetSmart, True Sensation. We have Menards now. We have Arby's. We've had other restaurants that have been known to, or um, franchises that have looked into coming to Kirksville. And we spend about 1.8, I believe, million per year on our roads. And a case study was done recommending that at the minimum, we spend around $2.4 million per year to maintain our roads, and they suggested to spend about $4 million. So we're averaging about half of what we should be doing just to keep up with our roads. I mean, you talk to anybody, I'm willing to bet that they'll say, yeah, the roads need to be improved. It's an issue people always talk about, and it's one that I'd like to address. Would you call that your main priority or are there some other things within the city that you would like to work on if you were able to be on the city council? Oh, there's so many issues you could talk about when talks about city government. But that's the main issue. That's definitely the main issue. Could you give me some other priorities? Like what other things are compelling you to run? Yeah, so I was in a meeting about a month ago for KDIC, Kirksville Downtown Investment Committee, um, Main Street America, which is, is what Chillicothe did and is what Kirksville is going to try to do to um, just renew our downtown. That, that's another focus that is part of my campaign is the KDIC. We have a Facebook page, Jordan Wycote for Kirksville City Council, and under there we have some issues that we've mentioned, and that's one of them. I mean, other issues that have come to my mind, just from talking with people, I had one guy suggest taking the old railroad tracks and turning into a bike path so that people could walk from the south side of town up to Walmart, reconnecting our community there used to be two railroad lines in town, one behind Hy-Vee, so you, someone recommended using that one as a walking path. That's one thing which is great. You're running for city council, you get all these ideas, and you get new ideas, you get things that you've never heard of before, never thought of. It's great. There's so much we could do. I mean, I work at AT Still currently. AT Still is like its own world compared to being in the Kirksville High School world or the Truman world. My sister's a Truman. And you have these little worlds all around the Kirksville area, and they're all unique. That's why I suggest on my Facebook page, you have issues that mean a lot to you. I prefer to message me. I want to hear from you. I'm not a one idea candidate. I'm not just running on infrastructure. It's my main issue, but it's not my only issue. And I want to hear from all. Back to your infrastructure and you talking specifically about how it's suggested we spend $4 million and we're only spending 2 or 2.4. Where do you see that additional expenditure coming from? Do we have it right now as far as you understand it? Or would this be like we need to increase taxes or how, how are we gaining this extra money? That's the question. I don't think we have it now. If we did, I think we'd be using it. I mean, you can mix with budgeting. I mean, obviously, you can move things around when it comes to budgeting, add more to the roads. I mean, we have an asphalt plant now. 
they did a road case study on our roads. So the city has been taking steps to address the issue. My only point is we're way short from where we should be. A couple years ago, city of Kirksville, 70% of taxpayers voted yes on increasing a half cent sales tax to fund our parks. If you look at the gas tax last year, it was overwhelmingly not approved by the voters. And even three or four years ago, they had another gas tax to improve our roads and it was voted down by the voters. What does that mean? To me, that means people don't want to pay more taxes, but they were willing, seven out of 10 were willing to pay for a half cent sales tax if they knew it would affect their everyday lives in Kirksville. And they did. It affects the parks. It affects them. So would people vote for a half cents or a cent sales tax if they knew it would fix the roads? If 7 out of 10 want to fix the parks, I think it would pass in Kirksville. And that's one thing that if we had to go to that, I would make that as an initiative. So make it a local tax versus like the state tax that was shot down. Exactly. Kirksville, like I said, economic boom. You listed all of the new things that have been brought to Kirksville. What do you think the city council and you specifically, if you are elected, what can you do to continue to attract this growth? What can you do to fill out the rest of North Kirksville? Or I know there's been talk of the idea of the bypass going in was to put commercial property along the bypass and it just hasn't happened. What can you do to get to that point? Bypass specifically, people have looked into building on the bypass. I think the main reason they don't is not because of a zoning issue. It's because there's no utilities lines out there. So if you're going to put a gas station out there, for instance, you're going to have to connect the utility lines for the gas station from the edge of Kirksville all the way out into the bypass and basically pay for someone else's expense to have that line out there. What can the city do? I mean, what has the city done to attract, I mean, Hobby Lobby, Marshalls, Arby's, etc.? In some districts, they've done districting where they don't pay as much tax. And even though they don't pay as much tax, Kirksville gets the business. They get the tax from having the business and it goes back into the economy. You look at craft, same thing. So I think that's one solution which has worked. I mean, people are happy that we're growing. People are happy that we can go to Marshalls, they can go to Hobby Lobby, that there's a Menards. That's one thing that I would not be against if, if elected on the council to continue to attract the businesses. I mean, even the, the budget for the roads has benefited from having these new businesses. Even if you give these businesses a tax break, it's still helping Kirksville more than what the alternative would have been and them not being here at all. I think it's six hundred or $800,000 for the 2019 budget will be in the road budget just because of the, the craft tax deal. So I mean, that speaks for itself. Why do you think in the 2019 city council election that there are so many people running? Is there some existing issue within the city or the city leadership where so many people feel compelled to run? Is it because it's an exciting time in the city? Well, I have a personal opinion. I don't, I can't back it up, but I think when the article was published the second day after I filed, I mean, it was on the front page. I cannot tell you how many people reached out to me just by being on the front page, knowing that I'm running for city council. I think that's one reason. I think another reason is Kirksville's growing. Kirksville's not the, oh, it's a small town and nothing happens anymore. It's, it's Kirksville is generally growing and people have taken notice and they know that city council matters. Decisions that the council makes matters. And I think that's another reason people are running. Well, if you look at history, though, if you look at the past three or four elections, it's kind of been back and forth. I think last year, three people ran. And if you look at two or three years previously, six or seven people ran. So I don't know if it just comes in waves or not. But there are also three spots open now. So maybe that's another reason. 
on April 2nd, why should the voters of Kirksville check your name? What can you do for the average Kirksville citizen? Well, I'm determined. I waited for over an hour to be the first one to ballot, and it was 30 degrees outside. I was sitting on the front next to the door, and this one person went and paid for their utility bill, like 7.30 in the morning, and they like looking at me funny. Probably thought, I, I don't know what they were thinking, but I'm determined, and I'm young, and I'm dedicated, and for fun, for pure fun, I invest time in reading city council minutes. I genuinely care about what's going on, and I have no special interests. I don't own a business. I'm not running as a Republican or a Democrat. I'm just sincerely wanting to help Kirksville. You mentioned your youth. As you probably know, people our age don't vote hardly at all. We have a very low voter turnout, at least people in their 20s. What is your ideal demographic? Are you going for 20-year-olds? Are you going for the Truman vote? Are you going for the senior citizen vote? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about who you can compel to get out there and vote for you? I've thought about specifically where in the community to target votes. My strategy at the moment is just to do old-fashioned door knocking. Just start somewhere and see how far I can go. But I don't have any specific demographics picked out of, oh, I'm going to reach out to these people because they're most likely to vote. It's just word of mouth, door knocking. I have several people who are heavily interested in helping me, and I'm sure they'll do their share as well. Do you think your youth is a benefit, or do you think to the average voter is not a, a great attribute? I don't know. I think it depends on who you ask. Surprisingly, that's been probably the most consistent compliment that I've gotten has been, we need more youth on the city council. I've been really surprised at how often that's come up to me. You can make an argument that that's an advantage. I mean, I'm the youngest one running. I mean, by far, if I'm on there, I'd be the youngest by probably over 10, 15, 20 years. I think there's an advantage to that. Yeah, I think there definitely is. I mean, I could see someone older not wanting a young person on the city because they don't want to change things. I think it depends on who you ask, but I think more likely than not, it's an advantage, definitely. Do you think as far as young voters go, do you have their interests at heart? Do you, I mean, is that something you think about as far as like, I'm running for city council to represent the younger population of Kirksville? I want to run to represent everybody in Kirksville, which includes younger people. The colleges, the, I mean, Kirksville High School, community college, all the education sector utilizes our sidewalks, our streets. And how often do we see Truman students or ATSU students, I mean, students in general, not being able to walk on a sidewalk because there's no sidewalk. They have to walk on a road. How often do you see people walking on Baltimore or on osteopathy because there's no sidewalk and you got to go around them? I mean, the other day I had to go around someone because there's no sidewalk. To answer your question, I'm representing everybody. I mean, yeah, it's nice to say I'm representing the youth. I'm the youth vote. Yes, I am because I'm going to represent the youth, but I'm, I'm representing everybody. Could you go ahead and tell our listeners how they can contact you, where they can reach you, where they can find you online? Yes, of course. Facebook page, Jordan Whitekilt for Kirksville City Council. And that's where we're going to have all of our updates, what's going on. You can message us there. If you don't have Facebook and you have email, you can email at Jordan for Kirksville, I believe it is, at gmail.com. Anything else you'd like to say to our listeners? Thank you for listening, and don't forget to vote for Jordan Weichel on April 2nd. And if you want a yard sign, message me on Facebook. A big thanks to Jordan Weichelt. Good luck to him in the upcoming election. And in the interest of fairness, all those running for Kirksville City Council 
have been or will be invited to speak on this podcast. Thank you all for listening again this week. We will see you next time. Kirksville Weekly is a production of Sarcast Media. New episodes are released every Monday and are available anywhere you get your podcasts. If you have a topic that you'd like to hear discussed on the show, email us at kirksvilleweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.